give God some praise and honor. Now don't get out of the spirit because the word is coming. We want to stay in the spirit. We are preaching the second sermon of this series, God's Kingdom Agenda. The subtitle that or the subject matter that I want to deal with is Understanding kingdom power. Yes. Turn your ten neighbors at power. Power. And what we want, we want to walk in kingdom power. And walk, I mean, live in kingdom power. Turn to your neighbors and live in kingdom power. Amen. 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 We are coming out of Matthew chapter 16, verse 15 through 20. I will begin reading at verse 13. It is up on the screen before you, and it reads as such in our hearing. Now, when Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say? the Son of Man is. And they answered, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, others say Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you yourself say that I am? Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the Son of of the living God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus answered him and said, Blessed, happy, fortunate to be in thee are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood, by natural means, by your intellect, have not revealed this to you, but my Father has illuminated, has revealed this to you. I tell you, you are Peter, the Greek Petra, a large piece of rock on this rock, Greek Petra, a huge rock like Gibraltar. I will build my ecclesia, called out one. Not a building, not a religion. But the ones I'm going to call out that will believe this confession, I'm calling them out of the power of Satan, out of the kingdom of Satan, into the kingdom of God. And the gates of Hades are hell. The power of Satan of the infernal region shall not overpower. Power is. Which means Satan can't touch you. Or be strong to its determined or hold out against it. Amen. Amen. Father, even now as we come, we ask that you move Tracy out the way and allow your Shekinah glory to not only continue, but increase as your words go forth. Lord, higher in Jesus. Lord, just take over. Give listening ears to your spirit that we may see. That we may see. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. I, I pray that we are moving out of church as usual. I pray that we no longer have the thinking that we come to church to do church. <laughs> we are the church. The reason we are here is because since we are the church, we ought to worship him. Yes. 
based on what he has already done. He has done enough that if anybody ought to praise him, it ought to be us. Hallelujah. Not only has he changed you, changed that, you are a miracle sitting right here. God invaded Satan's territory. When Jesus came to Bethlehem, there was a spiritual invasion that took place. Adam had the kingdom that God gave it to him, but Adam turned it over to Satan. Now Satan has become the small g God of this world. And all of us, all of mankind was up under his kingdom rule. Jesus came in Bethlehem as a baby, as a man to invade Satan's kingdom. Can can I throw something else at you? When he saved you, he invades Satan's kingdom. God, God, God wrestled the evil off of you, opened up your eyes so that you can see that he is Lord and King. You are a miracle. Turn to your neck and say, you're a miracle. Some of us has thought we think that it's just a religious belief. No. Heaven, the spirit of God, the power of his kingdom has invaded your life, whether you know it or not. God isn't way up there. Yes, he's in heaven, but the Holy Spirit is right here. Right now, that's power right now. <clears throat> we, we haven't tapped into it. We haven't walked in. Jesus takes them, I said this, but let me reiterate. He takes them to the region of Caesarea Philippi. I've been there. I've been where, where the rocks are carved out. When we went to Israel, we went there. And, and, and the interest is that it doesn't say he went to the place of their worship. He just went to the region of where this place was. You know what he's talking about? He's talking territory. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Territory. Look, can, can I break this down for you? If Satan catch a hold of you, he's going to claim him. The reason why he's going to claim him, because that's your son. So the same temptations and failures that he brings on you, he's going to try not only to destroy you, he's going to reach out and grab. Oh, yes, he is. Oh, y'all better think with me. You better think with me. Why? Because he's just not interested in you. He wants your seeds. He didn't want to jump into his seeds and take that's territory. Can I step into this a little bit more? Some of y'all are struggling with the same addiction that your mama and your daddy dealt with. Some of us got the same attitude that great-grandpapa and great-great-grandmama had. Uh, the, the, uh, demons leap generations. Territory. And because we don't understand how the spiritual realm operate, we don't know how to defend and defeat. Because we think that the natural is the natural and we dabble in the spiritual world. When the truth of the matter is the, the natural world is influenced by either the kingdom of God or the kingdom of Satan. One or the other, y'all. Listen, listen, you can't say, well, I'm a Christian, you a Hindu, we all serve the same God. No, 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 no. Jesus is, a, is king 
over the spiritual kingdom. If you don't have Jesus, the devil is running the thing. You know what? Most of us say, you know, we see somebody on heroin, and we think, okay, that's the devil. The devil don't have to come like that. You could be a good person. You could be a nice person with money, house. But if you don't know him, he still got you. Why? Because we talking not religion. We're not talking belief system. We're talking kingdoms. We don't understand kingdom too much, but we all have been influenced by kingdom. The Western world, it has a Hellenistic point of view, which comes from Alexander the Great, who was Greek, and he took over most of the known world. So the, the United States and Britain, their whole philosophy stems from Alexander the Great and the Greek philosophy. We still are influenced by him when he almost took over the whole world and we still operate from a Hellenistic philosophy because when he took over some place, you adapted what he believed. You know what ISIS is trying to do? ISIS is trying to build a kingdom. And if you don't believe like they believe, that what's going on between Russia and the United States. It's a class of kingdom ideals. And North Korea, their leader is saying, I do what I want to do, what I want to do, because I'm going to do what I want to do, even though the rest of y'all say no nuclear missiles, I'm going to do. Clash of kingdoms, smaller kingdoms. And each kingdom is being operated by Satan's kingdom. Jesus is saying, I came to invade and pull people out from operating from the world system that Satan has dominated. And if you are saved, talk to some Bible class. Talk to some Bible class. Okay, because sometimes we get confused because we think we're working for our salvation. Sometimes we get confused because we think that if I be good enough, listen, you either saved or you're not saved. You either been born again or you haven't. The idea of being born again is that in your core, not, 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 not what you do, but who you are has been changed. When you accepted Jesus Christ, your spirit and the Holy Spirit changed your spirit. So at your core, he changed you. Now you're not a sinner no more. You're a saint that sins sometimes. Regardless, regardless what else he does, he's covered. He's covered. Well, well, what about 1 John that said, if you ask for forgiveness, he shall forgive you. That is fellowship. That's not salvation. Because once you got it, it can't be taken from you. You know how God sees him? He sees him behind Jesus. So when God the Father looks at him, he don't see him, he sees Jesus. 
If you are in Christ Jesus, you might have smoked a joint last night. He still saw you behind Jesus smoking a joint. Now you have, 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 you have suppressed the Holy Spirit, but Jesus don't step away from you. Why? Because he came to cover you. So it's not about being good enough. Everything you are, everything you have is by grace. Then we have the nerve to walk around with our nose stuck up at somebody else when who you are is by grace. It's a gift. It was given to you. All you did was open up the package. He translated us literally. Listen. Literally, and the reason why I'm going to say because it happened in the spirit, not in the flesh. When he saved you, he took you out of Satan's kingdom, brought you into his kingdom, and every kingdom has rules and edicts and principles to operate by. I hate to say this, but I gotta say this. Most Christians still operate by worldly principles. God doesn't empower that. There's no anointing for that. Whenever we begin to do how the world operates, to act like, to have that attitude, we have notified the blessing that comes of being in kingdom reign. We have supernatural power. Listen, listen, if Jesus got a kingdom, he's the king. Do you know how much power it took? To invade Satan's world and snatch you out? If he snatched you out, don't he got the power to keep you out? If he got the power to keep you out, won't he empower you to walk over your circumstance and you still walk in his joy, his peace, his deliverance? See, but watch this, watch this. I may know Jesus is my savior, but if I don't let him be my king, I don't get the blessings of him being my king. Saved but not delivered. Still struggling with all these insecurities, attitudes, mad at so-and-so, mad at who, every little thing get on my nerve, let somebody stop in front of me, and I got an attitude. We drive with an attitude. We walk with an attitude. What I'm seeing, listen, what I'm seeing is an increase of demonic attitude. I never seen people so angry. The stuff that is happening now, there's an increase. I mean, it happened infrequently, but now what is happening, what was happening infrequently is becoming the norm. I've never seen so many angry drivers on the road. Half of them probably angry at me. I know I be half sleep sometimes. 
I shouldn't tell y'all, but when I was in school and, and passing doing all this stuff, I, I swear I saw a pink elephant walk across the street. My eyes was wide open, bird. I stopped right into the air. And I let it cross. I wasn't hitting that thing. But the person in back of me almost hit me. They evidently didn't see the pink elephant. Now why it was pink, I don't know, Terry. I said, okay, it's time for me to pull off the road and go sit down someplace. When you start dreaming with your eyes open, it's time to shut it down. <laughs> Past time to shut it down. You go without sleep long enough, you can dream with your eyes open. Your mind will begin to go to sleep with your eyes open. Because the function of sleep is that important for your psyche. That if you have gone so long without sleep, it will begin to go into a dream world with your eyes open. So watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Some of y'all, if y'all was in back of me, y'all would have speeded up and give me the finger till you saw it was me. <laughs> I remember Venice, I was waving. He <laughs> go from one finger to five fingers. Why? Because, because we allow things that we shouldn't be sweating to take our joy and our peace. And Satan can get us out of the spirit so easily. Won't he throw? You got to hold on, hold on, hold on. Because some of us don't understand. When you are up under the spirit, there's joy, there's peace, there's love, there's self-control. The, 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 the fruit of the Spirit is the, is the character of the Holy Spirit. What he's saying is walk in this because now it's in you. Whenever I'm not in that, I'm not walking in the Spirit, which means there's another Spirit that is not the Spirit of God that is influencing You know what the problem is? We make everything just natural and don't understand it got a spiritual root to it. I'm just talking about kingdom. Jesus ain't come preaching church. He came preaching kingdom. And some of us have become so slick. We're so slick. In the world, we step over in the kingdom of Christ and try to operate by the same principles we operated in the world. Hold on now. Don't tell me the old man is dead. It will raise his ugly head. And if we're not careful, Christians, I'm not talking about nothing. I'm just having a conversation with Lynetta. You know, some people know how to operate in the things of the world better than they do in the spirit. Matter of fact, if they begin to operate in the spirit, they get scared. Because they're so... So... I'm looking for the right word, y'all. 
so. Huh? No. Permeate it. Permeate means it has gotten on the inside. When you walk in something so long, you know what I do sometimes? Hey, if, I, if I'm going to grill, I would, I would marinate the meat. Let me give you some grilling tips. Kroger sells this red wine vigorette. Okay, y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. You know what's good? Put it on your meat overnight before you put it. It permeates the chicken and the ribs to the place that the ribs are tender. Because vinegar is a natural tenderizer. Now watch this. Wine is a tenderizer. The redness of the wine gets in your meat. So even after it's cooked, it has a red tint to it where it has been permeated. Infused in the meat. You taste it in the meat. Some of us have been walking in the natural so long that the natural has infused our attitude. Have you ever heard of the detox? So I say, I do that all the time. We know we need to do a spiritual detox. <laughs> in order to begin to begin to operate in kingdom power. This, you don't set up no kingdom without power. You can't take over another kingdom without power. You can't have a kingdom agenda without power. There has to be some power, number one, in our king. Then he gives power to his subjects so that we can walk in kingdom power. I, I, this morning I used the illustration of, of, of that, you know, you and your boys are going to fight me and my boys. But I, I didn't change that. I remember something. So I was, walking, I was watching this, this documentary, and I saw the strangest thing. I saw this big, giant bull elephant being attacked by lions. Hold on now. Something wrong with this picture. Number one, the lions were so hungry because they usually don't go after big bull elephants. They usually go after baby elephants. But they must have been starving. This elephant could have kicked them, could have, have moved them, but it panicked. When it panicked, it forgot that it was an elephant. Matter of fact, usually it's the female lions that do the attacking, but because this was such a big prey, the male lion got involved and he jumped on the elephant's back. Now, now hold on, hold on, hold on. Elephants pull down trees. Elephants are strong beyond belief. A, a lion on his back don't make you fall, but, but you know what? Two of the other ones got his leg and pulled his leg. Now watch this. And it fell. When it fell, I said, it's over. How I knew it was over? You should have saw. They was like flies. They all rushed in. Because they knew one by itself couldn't hold it down. Some of us, we have... Allow Satan to get us on the ground. And Satan is a dirty fighter. When you're on the ground, guess what? They come in like flies and hold you down. Now, a lot of us expect Jesus to get us up. But you know what Jesus is doing? Is standing there saying, get up. 
You got the power. Get up. Turn to your neighbor and say, get up. Quit allowing the devil to kick you. Quit allowing it. Get up. You got to know who you are. When I start going, yeah, sometimes I go into depression. I start to. No, I do. I start praising God. I start worshiping. I, I don't like that. No, 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 no. I refuse. I don't care what's going on. I start looking up to the hills. But with coming my help, my help, my help, my help, our help. I have come from the Lord. You don't have to allow your emotions to take you there. I don't care what it is. He's been too good. When I think about the goodness of the Lord and all that he's done for me, I can't help myself but say hallelujah. I'm not expecting everything to go good all the time. Trouble comes with the territory. Who don't have trouble? But I know somebody. I know somebody. You got to look through the trouble to the other side and start praising him for the other side. Lord, you wouldn't allow anything to come my way if you're not able to take me through. So this must be working for my good. Hallelujah. This must be making me stronger so I'm going to praise you for the outcome. Hallelujah. Lord, I believe you're going to give me double for my trouble just like you gave Job. Hallelujah. We got to get to the place. We don't allow the situation to move us. But we move the situation by our praise. This is kingdom. You're behind enemy lines. You expect the devil. I expect the devil to try to stop me. Did you hear me? It is expected. And I got a determination that I'm going to tear his kingdom down. This is spiritual. When somebody come at me with an attitude, it's spiritual. And until we understand every little thing is going to move us, not only out of our comfort zone, power zone, but our power zone. We give our power away. Here, you take it. Here, you can have it. Here. If I'm angry at him, I have given him power. So I said, for me now, no, don't get me wrong. I believe forgiveness is supernatural. And I believe forgiveness takes time. But when I refuse, what I'm doing, watch this. There's a couple things. I am requiring of him to fix me. Though he hurt me, he don't have the power to fix me. Now listen, because scripturally we interpret things wrong, and I heard theologians interpret things wrong. They say, unless you forgive, God won't forgive you. It's not talking about salvation. You know why? Salvation is based on the blood. Not on my works. But wait a minute. 
What we don't equate with salvation is our emotional healing, which is in Isaiah 61 is what Jesus quoted when he quoted his ministry in Luke 4, 18. The scroll they bought him is Isaiah 61. Isaiah 61, not just offer me forgiveness, Isaiah 61 means he will heal me from whatever anybody has ever done to me. He did not come just to let me go to heaven. He come for me to walk over the power that Satan is trying to issue on me by the hurt I suffered. Which means that you don't have to walk in the dysfunction of your mama and your grandmama and your grandpapa. You can say it stops here because I ain't walking in that no more. Which means that you can take the power from those who hurt you, molest you, talked about you, abused you, and say, that's in my past, but I got a future. God knows what he is doing. And he would not allow it to happen to you if he couldn't heal you from it. How much do you believe him? You know what the problem is? We don't see him big enough, great enough, powerful enough to walk me through my dysfunction. You know, the greatest deliverance, the greatest power of God is not what he keeps you from, but what he walks you through. Listen, listen, listen. If you never go through anything, you don't have a testimony. Hold on. But the same folks who did it with you, the same folks who did it to you, when God walks you through, now watch this, then bring you back that you can help them walk through. Glory! Glory! And can't nobody like a God like him can do a healing like that. Is anybody healed in the house? Is anybody need some healing? It's in the kingdom. It's in the power of the kingdom that we've been translated in. Let me show you two scriptures and we're going home. Colossians. Colossians. Hold on. I got something. Watch this. Watch this. What we got to learn to do is this. Well, hold on. Three scriptures. Y'all give me three scriptures? Okay, I'm trying to get to a certain point. Luke 16, 8. They bring it up. You can read. I'm going to talk about it. Jesus just did the parable of kingdom, and he gave an illustration of the world kingdom of how it works. He says, and he gives how this man who was an unfaithful servant, but he went to the people who owed his master and half what they owe. So now they are obligated to him. Because he's about ready to lose his job, but now he got all these people that are going to take care of him because he took care of them. Now the master says this. He said, you are wise in your way. In the way of the world, you are wise. I hate to say this. As Christians, many times, we still use the way of the world. And think it's going to work for us. But that's this world is Satan's world. It's edicts that Satan edicts. Look, look what he says. He says, the people who are the natural unsaved are wiser yeah. 
in, 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 in their culture, in their way, what they know. They're wiser than the children of God because we haven't taken the time to learn it. Listen, he says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. Not power. Not power. Knowledge. They got the power. They don't have the knowledge. They don't know that they got the power, so they don't use the power they have that would help them, but because they don't know. Y'all beginning to see that? Okay, let me go. Watch this. We got to begin to think kingdom, have kingdom faith, take kingdom actions, water the kingdom seeds that are in us, then we will bear kingdom fruit, then we will walk in kingdom blessings, then we'll have kingdom power. Let me go through that again. We need to think kingdom thoughts. That's the word of God. We need to, and watch this, and, and hearing comes faith, have kingdom faith. And then watch this, action, because if we have faith and don't act on what we know, then it does us no good. So you ought to take kingdom actions. Watch this, then water the spiritual seeds and word that is in us. You water it with more word and prayer. That will lead to kingdom fruit. Right? When you bear more fruit, God's going to give you more blessings. What comes with the blessing is kingdom power. How many want kingdom blessings, kingdom favor, kingdom power? Listen, it does me no good to go around. I'm, I'm blessed and highly favored. Are you? Am I doing what I need to do in order for God to activate the power that is in me through me and to me? Because with it is responsible. You don't give nobody power without accountability. If he can't trust me with a little... He ain't going to trust me with a lot. And my attitude is blowing up all the time. Let's go on. I don't want to go there. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me finish this up. Let me finish this up. Y'all ready to go home? I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 and 14. Giving thanks unto the Father who made us meet, uh, made us able to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints. You have an inheritance. It has already been given to you. <laughs> it's already done. Spiritually, we are rich. Whether we're tapping into our resources or not, you are rich. Let me go on, let me go on, let me go on, let me go on. Let me go on. Listen. Who has delivered past tense? Tell, tell somebody, I'm delivered. He has delivered some of us. No, he has delivered all of us out of the power of darkness. You know what he's saying? You already have everything you need to walk in your freedom. Amen. You already delivered. You know what he's saying? Satan is already defeated in all of our lives. The problem is it's in your spirit, uh -huh. but it's not in your thinking yet. Uh -huh. yes, I can only walk in what I believe because yes, my faith actually activate what is already in me. If I don't believe it, I can't walk in it. Let me, let me give you an example. What's the matter? I'm an elephant. Well, well, why are you doing like that? I want to be free, but this rope and that spike got me. But you're an elephant. Yeah, but I've been chained up to this since I was way little. And in my mind, 
that rope and that spike got more power than I do. Guess what? The rope and the spike is not holding him. You know what's holding him? So you know where some of us are at? And, and, and the truth of the matter is, Satan can't, that can't hold you. The truth of the matter is, you've already been delivered. Matter of fact, for you, the rope is not even on your leg anymore. Because if he says, I've been delivered, then he took the spike and the rope off. But if I think it's there in my thinking, okay, I'm almost finished. What's this? What's this? He has translated, he has transferred, I mean, he has reached into the power of darkness, into the kingdom of darkness, and has already taken you out. Not that he's going to do it. He's already done. Matter of fact, to be honest with you, he did it before the foundation of the earth. When you accepted Jesus, you caught up the one phase of it. So you know what he wants us to do is run on and get the rest of it. And to the, what's it? Not church of his son. The kingdom. Let me, let me, let me, let me just, okay, let me go on. Now, Tracy, stay on task, stay on task. Okay, uh, Colossians 2, 13. God who brought us to life, say to life. What he's saying is before you, before you was in Christ, you were dead. He said you were spiritually dead. You were spiritually dead, and you was in the kingdom. I was in the kingdom of Satan. Yes, sir. Having freely forgiven us, listen, of some transgressions. Oh. Oh, see, some of y'all wasn't looking at the scripture. Oh, past, present, future. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to shout. Glory. Having counseled and blotted out and wiped away the handwriting note bond with its legal decrees and demands which was was enforced and stood against us. You know what he's saying? Bottom line, he said, the Ten Commandments which you couldn't keep. Which you could not keep. None of us. Okay, okay, let's, let's, let's go with this. Let's, let's, since she, since she said, let me answer this. Bible says when you break one, you broke all. Hold on, do you really love God first? Okay, let's deal with that one. If we really love God first, then when we sin at that moment, we quit loving God first. We loved ourselves first. Because if he was first, we wouldn't have done that sin, even if it was a little white lie. Because in God, if there is no little white lie, a lie is a lie. Hold on, let me, let me explain this. Let me explain it. I'm preaching my pants off. What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? If I break one piece in this window, the whole window has to be replaced. I can't fix just that one piece. You got to replace the whole window. But watch this, we grade sin. And what God said, the moment you did any sin, you looked at me and you despised me. Because I am the Ten Commandments. It shows who I am. They're not, they're not, he said, I'm the moral standard. This is me. I'm showing you. You can't be me without I helping you. I'm trying to show you that that little bit of goodness you think you got is not good enough. 
I'm trying to show you you need my help. I'm trying to show you you're a wretch undone, but I love you. But I love you. But I love you. So I came down and I nailed it to the cross for you. When they nailed me, it nailed what I had against you. And I took your place. you can do about